Axiopod, a weekly podcast brought to you by Axiometrics Incorporated, the U.S. leader in apartment market research. Expect excellent commentary and informative interviews on the rapidly changing U.S. apartment market. Hello and welcome to Axiopod. I'm Dave Sorter. Today we have a really special treat. We have Benjamin Inman, Portfolio Manager and Market Analyst for Cardone Acquisitions, which has a multi-million dollar portfolio in Florida and the Southeast. They've been elsewhere in the country. And Benjamin, welcome to Axiopod. Thank you for joining us today. Very good to be here. Thanks for having me, Dave. My pleasure. Let me get right into it here. Multifamily investment has reached record levels each of the past two years. People seem to be purchasing up a storm and putting in billions of dollars into the industry. But what are you seeing so far in 2016? Can the market maintain this rapid pace? You know, in, you know, in our experience, the market is certainly reaching uh, a level of overpricing, um, you know, and certainly cannot continue maintaining the pace. However, real estate is, is local for the most part. So, you know, you can't really apply what's happening across the nation to every single local market. So um, can it continue the pace? Overall, no, but certain markets, yes. Um, so, hope that hope that answers your question. It does. Just made me think of uh, what was it? Ronald Reagan's old line: "All politics is local." <laughs> just like, <laughs> That's just exactly like real right, estate. and that certainly applies to real estate. <laughs> um, your company, Cardone Real Estate Acquisitions, is focusing on Florida and the Southeast now. Um, what is it about those markets that uh, entered into the decision to concentrate your uh, portfolio there? You know, the South is is attractive for for warmer temperatures, quality of life, and you know better taxes for the most part. Um, you know, previously we had most of a portfolio in California, Arizona, and Texas, mm-hmm. and then you know we ended up selling out of those markets and just concentrating everything on the Southeast, mainly because we re- relocated the office from Los Angeles to Miami Beach, which is where we are now. And so just to keep everything within reach uh, for the most part and, you know, easily accessible, we just are focusing on this on this area uh, at this point. However, you know, we are looking at other markets. Okay, Uh, Can you say what other markets you're looking at or is that a trade secret? Uh, No, um, you know, the Houston, uh, Texas market we're looking at right now. Um, We've looked at a portfolio in, in the Kansas City market. Um, so those two, you know, are the most immediate to come to mind right now. We're not in Atlanta at this point, but mm-hmm. you know, that is a great market. We are interested in that, but if we enter into a new market, we, we prefer a portfolio. Yeah. Um, now I know you, you, you're, you guys are heavy into Florida. Are there certain areas of Florida that you're concentrating on or that you see as stronger than others? Uh, yeah, at this point, uh, West Palm Beach, uh, Daytona Beach, we have properties in those markets, and, and those are performing very well. Uh, some of our portfolio that are in the Stewart and Fort Pierce area is some of our strongest compa- uh, strongest uh, assets in our in our portfolio at this point. Uh, you know, for many reasons, but uh, that that little sleeper market is certainly uh, something worth looking into. Hmm, interesting. Tell me a little bit about this. Um, I was reading something about like you had the largest real estate transaction in Florida at one point, or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was for that portfolio in the in the Fort Pierce and Stewart area that I was just that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. It, uh, yeah, it, it it was a good buy for sure. What was the story behind that deal? Well, the the prior owner uh, had built it, and he just just aged out of the property and was just ready to get out of it, and. Uh, 
you know, so we were we were in the right place at the right time, and you know, we were just able to to grab that portfolio up. It was a a thousand sixteen units. It's a fifty nine million dollar transaction. Wow, that's that's a lot of coin there. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, you know, kind of the same question about the rest of the southeast outside of Florida. Are, are there any other sleeper markets in the region that you guys are uh, seeing? Uh, Stewart, Fort Pierce, Palm Bay, Melbourne area. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in, in the in the central portion of central eastern portion of Florida, I guess the best way of putting it. That's some good sleeper markets for us. What about what about outside? What about outside Florida and the other states out, that you're in? Out, outside of Florida, you know, there's there's Mobile, Alabama, um, on the mm-hmm. eastern shore of Mobile. Uh, there's an area called Daphne, Alabama. Uh-huh. We have property there, uh, mm-hmm. which is certainly seeing a lot of a lot of growth in that area. So. Uh, you know, we don't see that slowing down anytime soon. Mm, very good. Never thought of Mobile as a hot apartment market, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's treating us well. Um, you know, we've heard a lot of people uh, from Donald Trump to Zam Zell sound warning signs about the U.S. economy, feeling that we're on the cusp of a real big downturn. Um, others and Axiometrics' own economists are saying. You know, we probably won't see anything until late 2017 or probably bet more likely into 2018. What's uh, Cardone Acquisition's view on the state of the economy and what it will mean for your apartment investments? You know, that's a good question. Um, you know, if any of us had a crystal ball, uh, we would all be, you know, in better positions than we're currently in. But, you know, we are starting to see some slowdowns in the markets, uh, you know, especially the, the stronger gateway cities. Mm-hmm. But, you know, markets for us like Nashville and Charlotte, which we have, you know, some good properties in each of those areas, you know, we don't see there being a slowdown in, in either of those markets, you know, anytime soon. However, um, you know, we start we see people pulling out of those markets right now, but, you know, we're still strong in those areas and, uh, you know, our assets are performing very well, uh, mainly because of, you know, the job growth that, that's going on in those two in those two particular markets. Um, but, you know, any market across the country that is adding job growth, um, mm-hmm. you know, and have a, an active economic development team, you know, they're going to continue to attract, uh, you know, more and more investors. Very good. Now's your, now's your chance to plug your company. Uh, talk to us a little bit about Cardona Acquisitions. What types of properties do you look for? You know, are you looking for newer Class A complexes or uh, those that can be value-add? Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, yeah, so we're currently purchasing Class A and Class B, so we have a, a good mix in our portfolio for both. Class B, you know, at this point, there's still some some good uh, rent growth uh, across those properties, uh, whereas in our Class A properties, you're starting to see some 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 flat lining in rents. You know, mainly just because just where the economy currently is, you know, people just are not going to be able to continue to afford rents as they climb in those Class A assets. But, you know, in the Bs, that's where we're seeing the most favorable growth. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, on some of the, the value-add properties that we have that are currently doing well, uh, as we, we're putting in, you know, around $3,000 just in, in some light upgrades, and, and we're seeing a 160 to $180 rent premium, hmm. you know, which has given us a, a really good return on our money. Um, so in the Class Bs, we're, we're still seeing some, some good growth, but, you know, how long that's going to last? I mean, who really knows? But we're going to enjoy the ride while while we can. <laughs> um, I mean, tell me a little bit more about the company itself. How did it get started? What uh, 
You know, I know Grant uh, Cardone has quite a story behind him. Um, you know, how did this thing get started? Yeah, he started, you know, around 20 years ago, um, building it, you know, by, by buying, you know, smaller apartment complexes. And, you know, as things progress, now we're into the position to where, you know, we acquire 200 units and above. Um, that's, that's our ideal um, properties. And it could be anywhere from a $20 million property to 60 or 80. I mean, we're looking at them across the board. But for us, you know, our current portfolio is around $360 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have another $650 million more to spend. Um, so we're, we're aggressively looking for more product uh, in the market. But, you know, at, at the same time, the problem you have is, is finding the properties at the right price. So we're not just going to, you know, build this thing to 10,000 units just for the sake of doing that. I mean, it has to make economic sense, of course. Of course. So. <laughs> and that's kind of the challenge is it's finding the you know, the right properties at the right price, because there, there are a lot of people out there overpaying for these things right now. All right. Um, now, other than your other than your focus on the southeast and looking into other markets, are there certain types of sub-markets that uh, you believe offer the best opportunities and most profitable opportunities? I mean, urban core, suburban, other, you know, mm-hmm. smaller yeah, markets? So, yeah, so suburban uh, is pretty much where we focus most of our attention. We don't really get into the urban core. Not that we wouldn't, but that's just not, you know, our specialty. Um, and it kind of goes back to what I was saying a minute ago about the, you know, areas with good job growth with an active economic development board. Um, you know, and that, that really comes down to, you know, what kind of concessions they're offering, if any at all, uh, to attract new companies to the area. So, you know, we follow those trends and, you know, it kind of goes back to the example of, you know, Nashville, Tennessee, which is where I'm actually from originally. Uh, I know that market well. That market continues to grow uh, year over year. You know, they added 30,000 jobs last year. They're going to add another 25 to 30,000 jobs again this year. So that's why you're seeing a lot of traction still continuing that market because it is relatively still, it's very affordable. Um, it's very attractive to the millennials because the economic base is, is so diverse. Um, but also it has that, that entertainment aspect of it as well. So Nashville's a very fun city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so markets like that across the country that offer that, and you know, I know I use Charlotte, North Carolina as an example um, as well, you know, and that's another very comparable market to, to Nashville, which is a very diverse economic base, and you know, the, the industry is diverse, and you know, we don't see it slowing down there any time. However, you know, Things can always change in the market that shocks us all, right? I mean, no one really knows every answer to, you know, to what's going to happen in the future. But, you know, it's somewhat all based on speculation. But certainly, you know, you can bank on those markets more so than, you know, Miami or New York or, you know, L.A. where the price is just overinflated or the taxes are just so far out of line with reality that, you know, you have to pull out of those markets. So, you know, even in our backyard right here in Miami, it's 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 tough. Um, there are still good deals out there, but you just really have to dig down deep for them. Let's talk about you a little bit. Uh, how did you get into the multifamily acquisition business, and how did you and Grant hook up? Yeah, good question. So different uh, aspects of my family have been involved in, in real estate, from the residential to commercial development side of things. So I've, I've always had a love for large properties of many types, uh, especially multifamily. Um, and in the past, I worked for uh, 
an, an investor in Miami uh, back during the condo conversion days. Uh, did very well. So I oversaw all of his portfolio in the state of Florida. Uh, did a lot of renovations uh, on those on those properties as well as redeveloping a, a large yacht club in the Bahamas for him. So mm. it kind of helped me to cut my teeth very quickly uh, in that. And then, you know, obviously you go through a down cycle and then, you know, things change. So, uh, so just through Marcus and Millichap, which is where I actually have my license. Uh, so I'm an active broker over there. And, mm. you know, I met Grant through Marcus and Millichap, and, you know, he made me an offer to come work for him to help him build his portfolio. So here I am. <laughs> how do you, what do you do for Marcus and uh, how do you balance those, these two jobs? Yeah, that's a good question. Cause you know, it's very tricky because, you know, I, I try to still apply myself as much as possible to Marcus and Wilchab, and I do. Uh, it's just I'm so focused on, on helping Grant build his portfolio that the, the time is just – it just becomes a challenge for, for me for the most part. Um, you know, with, with Marcus and Millichap, I focus on more smaller deals with a lot of investors that I work with, mainly in the $1 to $10 million range. Mm-hmm. Um so it, there's there's certainly a balancing act, and uh, you know things are are good, but you know it's just putting things in autopilot where they can where they can get even better, and you can you know concentrate your efforts you right. know, to, to to achieve even more. Well, I uh, I respect your ability to do that as much as well as you can. Um, <laughs> what is it about the multifamily sector that attracts you to it and keeps you involved in it on such a such a heavy basis? Yeah, the returns, um, the fact that everybody needs a roof over their head. So, you know, multifamily certainly isn't going anywhere. Um, you know, and just quite simply, it's just a sector that I know very well and have a tremendous amount of resources in. So, you know, we, we get approached all the time about, you know, different retail operations or different hotel opportunities or self-storage. And, you know, quite honestly, we just turn them all away just because we know the multifamily space and that's, that's our bread and butter. That's where we eat, sleep, and play. So, it's, you know, there's no reason for us to deviate from that, you know, because, you know, you, you can't really, in my opinion, operate in, in too many different sectors and, and dominate any one. So, um, you know, that's just kind of, you know, where our experience has been and where it will continue to be. Well, that's about all the time we have. Uh, Benjamin Inman, uh, acquisitions analyst and portfolio manager for Cardone Real Estate Acquisitions and a broker with Marcus and Millichap. Thank you so much for being on Axiopod. We really appreciate the time. Thanks again, Dave. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for listening. This is Dave Sorter. Have an Axio day. Thank you for listening to Axiopod from Axiometrics. 